Welcome to another edition of the broadcast. I am Vicky Barcelona, and with me is Ooh Sarah. Oh, hey. Sarah. Yes. Contact info. Well, I got it. Good. So we have a wonderful <laughs> Instagram at the broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029, or you can email us at the broadcast 999 at gmail.com. And uh, we actually did get a couple messages, one on Instagram and one via our text options. Yes, you can always send messages on the IG. And uh, the text as well, you, we can receive pictures, but it's kind of hard to describe them, so be mindful of that. Oh. Uh, we did get one from Joe in Tacoma via up, Instagram. He says, and this kind of goes back to our conversation we had about, you know, things that dads need to know about, you know, raising daughters. Uh-huh. And uh, we like one of the things on that list said... To be there, like, don't think just because it's a feminine thing that we don't want you there. Like, you know, go to the, her, you know, ballet practices and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Be there. Don't be, like, put off because it's something girly and you think you're going to look less masculine. Even if you're only the only guy there because yeah. that will happen sometimes for sure. So he says, my daughter is nine years old and she was cool with me not being in the waiting room for dance class because she couldn't see me in any way. The window to look in the dance class was roughly three by three. And it was always crowded with other kids and a few parents who wanted to record every practice on their phone. Now she's taking uh, Taekwondo and she still doesn't really care if I'm there. For example, every Friday is sparring day and instead of coming to me to help her get sparring gear on, she would put most of her gear on herself and then if she needed anything with like her chest protector or something, she'll turn to uh, one of the assistant instructions and even ask and ask them even though I was always in the front row. Independent woman. Yeah. Which is a total, you know, badass thing. And, like, I think, actually, I went to a dance class that had the same thing. It had this tiny little window mm-hmm. for parents to look through. But there is some I've seen. My cousin has my uh, niece in ballet right now. Very much just does her own dance. She doesn't really listen to yeah. the teacher. She just does <laughs> her own thing. She's not going on. But she's killing it. She's the one with the most sass. Anywho. Um, sometimes you're allowed in that actual room. But I yeah. feel like in some cases it distracts the kids. That's how my dance, because uh, I danced for years, and that's how my dance studio was. Mm-hmm. There was, like, actual, like, benches kind of built mm-hmm. into one of the walls where parents could sit and watch. Which is it's pretty cool. But, I mean, if she's totally cool with it, like, she seems like a pretty independent kid. There's some kids that have that, like, embarrassing, like, oh, I don't want my parents here. Or even yeah. just very, I don't care. Like, cool, you're here. Yeah, and nine I'm here. is I'm not kind here. of... I mean, that's the age they start to like. Preteen. I mean, you're only a couple years away from a teenager. So, but it is pretty awesome that you are raising a very independent young lady. Yeah, that's dope. She went from ballet to taekwondo. It's like, like, do a little bit of both. Yeah, why not? Kick some ass, but be able to point your feet while you do it. Yes. Uh, We did get a message along the same subject from our buddy James. And it says, hey, girls, your buddy James here. And Vicky, when you were talking about it always has been your thing to make your parents proud. I struggled with the same thing. And, well, the life lesson that hit me like a ton of bricks was if my dad isn't proud of me after everything I've accomplished, then he never will be. Mm. And that's his problem. And I should redirect that energy into striving to make my wife and kids proud to tell my and to tell my kids how proud I am of them. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things like we've had conversations with my folks and I. I'm like, you realize that for the longest time in my life, this was my main concern. This is my main thing. And, like, I, like, I never felt good enough. What so would they had say? Would they say, like... They're like that was all in your head, or I'm sorry I didn't tell you more. It was one of those, uh, like, we never meant for that to be the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, never meant for that to make you feel that way. Because I'm like, I just want to be super successful so that I I can make you proud. I can take care of you one day. They're like, and my dad once said, and it's weird, like, cause it always sticks in my head, but I'm just like, nope, screw you. I'm going to do it anyway. So he's like, you know, if you moved away and became this big, you know, rich person and you only sent us a Christmas card instead of a present, 
like, do you think I would get upset? I'm like, well, that would be a crappy thing to do. And he's like, I wouldn't because you thought of me. You thought mm. of me enough to get a card. So, like, my parents aren't materialistic. Yeah. In fact, they're really hard to shop for. Well, I would think he would be more upset that that's, like, all you do once a year. Yeah. It's just get like, a card. He's like, I just want, you know. I think you. you'd want, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You to be around more exactly. visit or. But he's like, as long as you're okay, then that's all, that's all I care about. So definitely understand you there. Um, and he also sent another message later, and it says, uh, I have to comment on the dads that wait in the car during their daughter's performances. For real, they need to suck it up any issues they have, like the guys that actually don't want to be there in the dance studio. Yeah, because they're quote-unquote um, embarrassed or they're uh-huh. quote unquote too cool for it or whatever. Or they don't want to be with the moms or whatever. Like He says, for real, they need to suck it up any, is- uh, any issues they have. This pisses me off. I work swing shift, so I have to watch every performance later on my wife's phone, and it kills me that I can't mm. be there with them watching them so it's one of those things that like some people might take for granted it's like you get to be there for your kids while they're yeah, doing you get this. an option and it does become a little like are their performances great does it get annoying do the parents get annoying do the kids start screaming and you know yeah it gets frustrating it's an but, S show really yeah but if your kid really loves it and they've been working hard at it and just seeing them in their elements like my cousin sent me a video of my niece just full-on dancing and so they like, she didn't really know the moves because she was new. Mm-hmm. But I was watching all the other kids, and she was the only one. Literally, I was. it sounded like I was kidding, but she was the only one that was getting into it. Like, she just wanted to <laughs> getting dance. Getting into whatever she was doing. Yeah, like, she wasn't, like, she didn't know. It was, like, her second class, and all the kids yeah. had been in the class a month prior. But she was just full on, just getting into it. The other kids looked like they were just kind of remembering all the steps. She's like, no, I'm here to dance. I'm here to have fun. <laughs> she's by the, mind, mind you, she's three years old. Yeah, but she was just full on owning it. Yeah, and that's why I love that little kid. But it was like I could totally see like how like much of a bummer would it be if I couldn't see that even back then Dude, before cell phones and stuff. Guy with the swing shift, yo. If it's an important performance or something, try to get it covered or switched or something. Because I, you don't realize how amazing having your parents at your performances are. I feel mm-hmm. like until you kind of get older. And well, I was lucky enough where I. Both my parents came mm-hmm. to almost everything, you know, but the few that my dad had to move here earlier than us and miss my birthday or like stuff like that. Like, I remember that. I'm like, damn, like he wasn't here. I mean, now that I'm older, I get it. And uh-huh. like you got to, you know, do what you got to do to like support the family. But there are like instances where I feel like just even a few times if you could just go mm-hmm. like that will stick in your daughter or son yeah, or especially brain. if you don't get to do it very often those few moments you have with them like when my dad used to work like two jobs i'd barely see him when i was little little like when dad got home early from work like before we went to bed those were the best moments yeah or even like, like as, party time dad's home or even just like silly little moments like my favorite memory and sometimes we still get to do this together which i love and it's really silly but we would drive to soccer practice together when i was a teenager so like 15 16 17 because um, he was the coach. We drive to soccer oh, practice. Oh, that's cool that he's the coach. Mm-hmm. He was the coach for my team and my brother's team. And if Ooh. my brother happened to not go to that practice or if he was, he went, you know, uh, not so much that he drove himself, but if somebody drove him instead. Yeah. And it was just my dad and I, like, we take the back road to get to soccer practice and we'd stop by on the way back at like a gas station and we'd get a snack. And we did that when I was little, little going to daycare when I was like three or four. We'd stop by and get a snack or we'd go to the store and get some snacks or just anything. Yeah. Just like this was my dad time. Like I, we don't need to go do anything fancy or crazy. It was just – and to this day, like if I need to go quickly buy something at Target, like whether it's like cereal or, hey, I need this for work, 
uh, do you want to come with me? We always, or in vice versa, if he needs to go run to the store, even if I'm already in my pajamas in bed, it's like, hey, I'm going to go to the store real quick. I'm like, okay, let me put pants on. And then will you guys go to the gas station and get something? Well, we usually go to Target and get snacks there. Oh. <laughs> Target is like awesome. <laughs> That's fair. The, uh, Target has everything nowadays. Right. So. so, But that is like our thing. Like I love going and doing that little thing to this day and I'm almost 30. <laughs> Like I love my, my Sometimes dad. Those things never get time. old. You mm-hmm. know, I do an annual Christmas shopping with my dad every day. And we, you hate shopping. I hate shopping. But when I got a list and we got a mission and my dad and I've been doing it since I was like 10, where he left me at the super mall outside of a bathroom for seriously what felt like an hour. And I thought I was going to get kidnapped and die. And I will never forget that. Mm-hmm. But he brings it up every year when he's like, I have to go to the bathroom. Is this OK? And I'm like, yeah, go. Like if I'm going to get kidnapped. Like, that's impressive if you can kidnap me because there's a lot of people around and now, like, I feel I'm like, a little bigger, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's like they'll, they'll kidnap you and be like, never mind, we don't want her. Yeah, they'll be like, damn, girl. <laughs> she won't shut up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. That girl can shriek. But, yeah, I mean, we do it every single year. See, and it's just and one of those. I'm like, what what's going to happen? Like, I mean, we'll have to get a wheelchair for you at some point. Like, because you won't be able to walk so much. or like, Dude, the- I think he'd own it. You just have to, like dress up that wheelchair put a little basket in the front oh yeah oh put yeah a little uh like a little cape on it like a superhero oh, cape or gosh. something just full-on deck it out nerds yeah we say he's gonna get a hover around and then like when i ever have kids he'll be like is a little baby gonna come with us and i'm like yeah but how annoying would that be like should we have mom watch the kid like unless you're on the hover around and then the baby's on top of you with the hover around right. and then i'm just chilling <laughs> i mean babies pass out quite like you know when i wear the our little foster kid prince steve Prince we call him now. Uh, I just put him in the baby Bjorn and he typically falls asleep. Maybe I'll give like, the baby Bjorn to my dad so then I don't have to carry it. Yeah. You're not. You're, <laughs> I'm going to save. I'm going to keep my opinion to myself. Anywho, but speaking of really awesome parents, I found this article and talks about one of my favorite fictional parents of all time. Oh. Morticia Adams from the Adams Family. And more specifically, I'm referring to the two movies from the 90s. I never really got to watch the original Addams Family, which was that old school TV show. Oh, yeah. Um, have you seen the Addams Family? I honestly have never seen, Dude. like, anything. It's a show and a movie, right? Well, there was a TV show, black and white, kind of like Munsters. Okay. Um, Way back, back in, in the, the day. day. Um, but there's two movies. One came out, like, 91, and the other one came out in 93. Oh, you were hella young. One of their daughters was played by Christina Ricci. Do you remember her? No. I'm sure if you saw a picture of her, you'd recognize recognize her. her. Um, But Angelica Houston was the mom. And uh, Christopher Lloyd, the doctor from uh, Back to the Future, plays Uncle Fester. Oh, okay. So it's like a pretty awesome cast. And there's people you're going to watch throughout. And you're like, oh, I recognize them from this movie. Like one of the the camp counselor in the second movie is, I think, Leonard's mom in Big Bang Theory. Stuff like that. Oh, weird. But... If you don't know the premise of the Adams family, they're supposed to be this creepy, spooky family, full on goth. Like she wears this long black dress. She has long black hair, pale skin, red lipstick, red yeah. nails. Um, and her husband's got like this thin pencil, thin mustache. And they're very eccentric and they're really goofy. Are they evil? They just come they, across as dark, come, but they're not actually. I mean, some of the stuff they do talk about, like, you know, it's like, oh, one wishes they can be more into the dark arts. But, you know. We're busy. I'm a busy woman kind of a thing. Like, I'm, you know, I can't have it all right now. So they don't actually, like, commit crimes or kill people or I drink mean, blood or... They, they technically allude that they do, but it's okay. all goofy. It's not like, we're killing people because we're psycho. It's just like, that's what's... Normal. They're normal. like vampires, kind of. Kind of. I mean, like, any of the deaths and stuff aren't really... It's not creepy. It's kind of funny. Like, they even play a game, okay. Wake Up the Dead, where all their dead families rise. They're kind of like monsters. 
Okay. Yeah, because I think I like. To- I feel like I just totally missed all of mm-hmm. that because I was just born. Yeah, check. I mean, because we watched it a couple years later when I was older, and I loved it. And it's on. Uh, they have cousin. It is like this short little guy, but he's all hair. Oh, creepy! And he talks Ooh. like that's him talking, and he's got these little glasses and a little bowler hat. Oh, just, and he's part of the, is he? An, is he's he a cousin. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. he shows up, and he's then not like a pet. No, and there's a hand, which is their butler kind. Well, they have a butler. Um, I think it's Lurch, and then they also have like another helper, and it's just called Thing, and it's just a hand. Okay, and he yeah. walks around See, like, and does I, stuff. When I hear about all this, I like it. Kind of comes back. It, like you've seen pictures and stuff. Yeah, and people dress up for Halloween. Yes. all the time. So one of my favorite couples in all movie history is Morticia and Gomez because they are so over the top in love with each other. It, you would love this couple. It's like, goth love. It's goth love, but it's just like, he'll do the whole like kissing the hand. You've probably seen people do that, like kiss the hand all the way up to kiss her then. Ooh, yeah, that's but it's, sexy. It's like cartoony, but it's like you see it, like they're really passionate. It's like, oh, mon cher. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just it's super, mm-hmm. it's like, oh. Uh, but I did find this article from stylist.co.uk, uh, I guess. Um, that talks about how she is actually, you know, from like the whole her views on feminism to BDSM, how how many powerful life lessons we can get from Morticia Adams. Oh, snap. We just right. got kinky all of a sudden. Right. Oh, yeah. They're very kinky. They are? Yes. Oh, like in the movies. Yeah. Like it's oh, like you are. Oh, let me find a, let me find oh, a plot twist. Didn't see that coming. Oh, yeah. Let me see if like I can find Like handcuffs a... and whips and blindfolds. Oh, my. It's like, uh, let me, let me see if this uh, audio will play real quick. I would die for her. Mm, yeah. I would kill for her. Either way, what bliss? <laughs> she wakes up. Unhappy, darling. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, completely. I'm getting turned on, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yikes. Ooh. Mm. Come Son, il me perce comme un poignard. Oh, Tish. That's French. Oui. I don't even know what they're talking about or what's going on, but... Damn. Kisses her hand. Closes all the lights so she doesn't... uh... Gomez. Querida. Querida. Last night you were unhinged. You were like some desperate howling demon. You frightened me. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. Do it again. (laughs) That's my favorite part. Wow. Do it again. That was, damn, okay, well, I got a better (laughs) understanding. Um, So basically one of the things this list is saying is that there is such thing as a healthy, respectful BDSM relationship. So people who watch Fifty Shades of Grey, that is not what a healthy BDSM relationship looks like. It was just a, that was weird. Because um, the whole movie was weird. Yes. Uh, so they don't like show a whole lot of their stuff. There's one where they're torturing her, like she gets kidnapped and they're torturing her, mm-hmm. and she's kind of digging it. <laughs> like in Adam's family. Yes. Oh, okay. Like it's one of those the the stretchers, like where they put your hands up in the air and your oh, legs, yep. and they pull, and so it stretches your body, and so she's kind of like, Ooh, that sounds nice. And then actually. later when Gomez is trying to like untie her, like he's she's like later, my dear, like. <laughs> oh dang. So they are very kinky without I think overdoing it. Yeah. In the movie. So if you I'm curious to see what you think if you get a chance to see the movies. Um, but they're very much 
obviously about consent. Like, do it again. They very much love each other. Like, they worship each other, which is like, that's so cute. And this awesome. is what Vicky wants in a, yes. fu- in, in a future I want, spouse. I do not want Romeo and Juliet. I don't want the notebook. I want, I want notebook. a love. Like, there's a lot of things wrong with the notebook that we'll talk about later. <gasps> do not bash my favorite movie of all time. Don't you think it's a little psychologically manipulating that he threatened to kill himself in order to get her to go out with him while she was seeing someone else? Psychologically, that's messed up. Yeah, but I don't think he was actually ever going to do it. We don't I know just that. think he was testing his strength. Uh-huh. Anywho. And I think it was, oh, the guy's willing to climb up a Ferris wheel for me. Oh! <laughs> and it's this is why so beautiful. Uh, but... Anyways, there's one, uh, one of the first thing on the list was never let anyone speak over you. At one point, she's talking with Fester, which is her brother-in-law. And so she points at a grave and it says our family credo, um, which I'm not going to even try. It's in Latin. But basically what it means is um, we gladly feast on those who would subdue us. And they're not just, and she said, and they're not just pretty words. Basically, it's like, if you try to bring us down, we will feast upon you. Oh. Both, I think. Like if you try to speak over? Like whether you try to like, like Sarah, you're trying to like stand up for yourself. You're like, no, like we're going to stand you down whether physically, like uh, verbally. Oh. It's like, no, we're not going to allow that. Is that what happens a lot in BDSM? Kind of like they speak over you kind of thing? No. I mean, if you're being a brat, but that's not even a, that's not referring to BDSM. It's just saying that how she is so strong within herself that she's just like, I don't care if I'm a woman. I don't care if what this and this and that. I'm going to, you're going to hear me. Yeah. But she's also not like yelling at you her entire time. You never see her raise her voice. She's mm-hmm. very calm, but very loving. And just, it's very. She has that direct way of yes. being like, you know, you're going to hear me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also says, uh, or the number two thing on the list is that women are real people with sexual needs and desires all their own. This movie definitely does explore. And like Morticia is that. That character, she lo- she's a very sensual woman. She doesn't, they don't uh, mince words. Like, they're her kids. The second movie, she has a third kid. And this little girl's like, so this is where babies come from, with the mommy and the daddy and the stork or whatever it was. Yeah. And then Wednesday, their oldest daughter, she just looks at him and says, our parents had sex. <laughs> it's like, so it's when this goes into this. They're very <laughs> open about it. You know, it's something they obviously do regularly. They're just, that's... Just how it is. I mean, I agree with that. That's always a touchy subject with children. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, here we go. Um, And then uh, number four is never be afraid to ask for more. Um, Then uh, Morticia, as a mother of three, knows this feeling all too well. Indeed, when Gomez asks her if she's happy, she lets him know that she finds it hard to be as ambitious as she once was. I'm just like any other modern woman trying to have it all, she tells him. Loving husband, a family. It's just, I wish I had more time to seek out dark forces and join the hellish crusades. What does that mean? Is that like in sex she's talking no, about? No, dark forces as in like dark arts, dark magic. Oh. Witchcraft. Oh. <laughs> Not everything's about sex in this. Oh, I thought it was all about BDSM no. stuff. That's what I thought this list was. It's from feminism to BDSM, the powerful lessons that Morticia Adams taught us. Oh. So that's okay. why, like, the whole, like, don't subdue us. Yeah. Like, this is about, like, a whole powerful, like, don't just because you're a woman, just because you're a mother, just because you're whatever. Yeah. Doesn't mean that what you have to say or what you have to offer should be pushed down by any means. Well, um, hell yeah. I've always thought that. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, I think you love Morticia. Yeah, except uh, I'm, like, not a feminist at all. Like, I don't have any of that, like. Here's, like, there's a different form of. Like, people have an idea of what feminism is. Yeah. And I feel like 
it sucks because a lot of people have ruined what like I hate I hate using that word now because I feel like so many people have overcorrected and turned into like the I feminazis. Mean, they have. But then I have friends who like call themselves feminists or whatever, and like for me, they still take it too far. Yeah. But like I feel like a lot of girls nowadays believe in what they believe in, and then for me, I'm like. Yo, like if we want to be treated equally, we have to be treated equally. Like yeah, you guys are to totally do... on the opposite side exactly. of it. And I'm like overcorrection is what I refer to that when they try, you're no longer trying to be equal, you're just trying to get more out of this. And yeah. that's not the situation. She believes, Morticia believes that she like her voice should be heard just as much as anybody else's voice. Mm-hmm. She is a smart, intelligent, independent woman who is super badass and super sensual. Like you can be a little bit of both. You like, just because you are sensual doesn't mean you can't be empowering. Yeah, you can be a whore, but still have a voice. Exactly. Damn. And she's not even a whore. She's just in a loving, committed relationship, and they do it I mean, the way I'm they just, like it. Just saying. Yeah. If you're a stripper or something. Right. You know. I mean, you do you. Yeah. Uh, and it says, always uh, be the hero of your own story. Which is, like, when the Adams family got kicked out of their home and Gomez is overwhelmed by feelings of grief, it is Morticia who steps up to become the sole breadwinner as she... You know, she becomes a kindergarten teacher, which doesn't end too well. <laughs> yeah, she's by the sounds of her. Yeah, that does yeah. not sound like it no. would end well. Um, it's just like she stepped up. She's like, okay, let me see what we can do. She's not a damsel in distress. She's like, all right, like he's in trouble. I'm gonna step up and I'm gonna take care of things. Yeah, um, that's how she ends up getting quote unquote kidnapped, captured because she goes to try to take care of things and they capture. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna skip through a few of these. Like, uh, like definitely check them out. It's on Stylist. Um, but she's very much uh, some of the things are like, stay true to yourself, which she is very much just branded. She is what she is. She is a freak. She is who she is. But she's also doesn't let her own views like does she doesn't inflict her own views on other people either. Mm, that's always good. That's always a tough one, especially nowadays. Everyone right. has an opinion on everything, right? And they want you to be like them. And one of the main uh, parts in the movie that you'll see in the second one so she has a baby and he comes out looking just like the dad with like the little the little mustache and the slick black hair cute um and so there's like a curse thing so when things are unshift like gets out of balance in their home Mm -hmm. then this like curse thing kind of happens to the baby where he becomes normal so he gets like bright you know pink cheeks and blue eyes oh looks totally blonde curly hair do they hate it and they hate it but she's sitting there you know as much as she doesn't like to She's sitting there reading him, you know, Dr. Seuss book, just whatever's going to make him happy. Yeah. And at the end, like at the book, it's the cat in the hat. It's like, oh, no, the cat lives. <laughs> like, it's just because that's how what she would like. But she is sitting there trying to, like, do what she needs to do for her child. Yeah. Even if it's not necessarily what she likes. And it's, yeah, she always tries to see things from other people's point of view. Um, like, they get a, uh, a sister-in-law in the uh was it the second movie and she's very much like a Malibu Barbie kind of yeah gal. kind of vibe um and she was like she refrains you know she doesn't do any girl on girl hate she doesn't anything like that although the biggest like when they were fighting the biggest thing she's like I can you took our you know fester away from us and you turned him against his family you kicked us out of our homes but you know the one thing I can't forgive or like the one thing I don't like or whatever yeah it's like Debbie pastels like she had her whole house painted like pastel uh-huh. pastels like <laughs> which really pissed uh-huh. Debbie off but yeah she does uh, recognize the importance of female role models like she talks about like how the Morticia had like who she admired or 
Her daughter Wednesday had a report in school where they had to find someone they admired. Mm-hmm. Some people picked the president. The teacher was a little concerned. She's like, okay, well, this kid picked the president. This pick, kid picked this person. And she picked um, one of her uh, great aunt, Calpurnia, who was burned as a witch in 1706. They said she danced naked in the town square and enslaved the minister. But don't worry. We told Wednesday college first. Jeez. <laughs> So it's very much, even though she does it her way, she's not going to inflict her opinion on people. She still loves her family. She has a healthy sex life, has a great relationship with her husband. She steps up when she needs to be. So I think she is one of the best fictional female role models of all time. Before this article, would you have, like, thought that? Like, oh, yeah. have you, like, thought that before, oh, like, yeah. when you watch the movies and stuff? Yeah, like, I've seen many of, um, well, when I was a kid, because that's when I watched them most, mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was a funny movie, and I always kind of found myself drawn to like the darkness yeah and even though i couldn't be all goth until i was like 14 but then you were a goth but just seeing them like even their like relationship and stuff and like her being her like i've always been drawn to her and i've seen so many memes and comparisons it's like they are a functioning family like they go to their kids recitals even though the kids like they had to watch all the other kids doing their little plays and then her kids come out doing like this battle and they <laughs> this they, hardcore dance. They, but they got it it's awesome because they got equipped with all these uh fake appendages so when they fake cut off their arm cool. fake bull just squirts out into the audience and sprays everyone that's awesome and then at the end of their performance you just see their entire family stand up like yeah. Like they're just super proud of their kids. Like they like obviously love each other. It's just super that is the probably one of the best family dynamics I've seen cuz there's always issues. Like it's always funny. Oh, I hit my wife. The ball and chain. She's, you know, I I'm going to go golfing instead of hanging out with her. It's always that. Do you think you have like a a more drawn to them because you've kind of always felt like that like more dark and kind of black sheep and kind of gothy and like a lot of your friends and stuff haven't. So that's why you're like Look, they can have successful and they can have it all. And, they, yes. you know, I mean, it is a little bit of that. Like you feel that connection towards somebody. But when you see that it actually works and it's actually healthy, it's well, yeah, it's awesome. Also, it's also like not it's real. It's not real. But... but if you take the main ideas, just like this listed, like the main concepts, I'm not saying let's go on a hellish crusade, but it's just like be OK with yourself. Be able to step up healthy enough to where if something goes wrong, that you can step up and do the thing, whether your spouse can't or if your spouse is not there, like. Yeah. Support your kids. Don't inflict your opinions on others or don't hate on them because they don't live the same world and life as you. And you can be goth and it's okay. Yes. And sexy. <laughs> but so sexy. I am curious to hear what you guys think. Uh, what What is your one well, on top of like what is your favorite like family from fictional, you know, TVs, movies, cartoons, whatever. Yeah. Like, what is your favorite role models in that sense? Um, also like any anything kind of like what we had talked about earlier about you know raising daughters or being there with them or like cool memories too like that like sarah has with her dad yeah like our annual shopping, christmas shopping day or me just going to the gas station with my dad that kind of thing or so if we, like you used to have one have one now you don't because someone lives far away or something happened like, or what is like we want to hear those stories from you guys and we'd love to read them if you guys want to do a voicemail feel free to call and yeah. we'll play it call um, us but uh we got to get going all right see ya bye